What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti of Panthers Wire. Back with you guys here on a Tuesday. Hope you guys are having a good week. We've got some stuff to talk about here. A couple of news stories came out uh, since we last spoke together. Since we last hung out. The big story I want to jump right into, and we'll just get get right into it, is the story, or the report from... Jenna Lane of ESPN, that Trey Turner, the all-pro right guard, is actually being reportedly shopped around by the Carolina Panthers. She actually mentioned two players that sources in Indianapolis told her are being shopped around, the other being Bengals offensive tackle Cordy Glenn, and then she noted that if no trade partner can be found for Cordy Glenn, the Bengals will simply release him. The Panthers won't do, at least from what I understand, if I'm reading that right, the Panthers won't release uh, Trey Turner if he, or if they don't find a trade partner for him. For one, you know, even if they do trade him, it's it's a nine and a half million dollar cap hit for uh, for getting rid of him. In fact, if we look at uh, the salary cap calculator. For the Carolina Panthers and play around with that. So Trey Turner in 2020 is set to make eight and a half million dollars in base salary, plus a five hundred thousand dollar roster bonus. So his cap number is about twelve point nine million dollars. If they cut him or trade him, they would save about three point three million dollars against the cap, but it would leave about $9.6 million in dead money. So it would be a little bit of a cap relief, but the question becomes, of course, what kind of value would they get for Trey Turner, and would it be worth the $9.5 million in dead money that the Panthers are going to eat if they do decide to move on from Trey Turner? Uh, the plus side for a team that might be acquiring Trey Turner is that they would still have him under contract for two years. Because remember, he's he's under contract through 2021 after the extension he, the extension he signed in 17. And he's set to make about $11 million in salary in 2021. So you're talking about a player that would be making, or is set to make almost $20 million over the next two years. So you're basically looking at acquiring a guard, and you're obviously a very good guard at that, at about $10 million a year, and we know some of these guard contracts are probably going to explode at some point. So, a little bit of a bargain, you know, pretty good value, about $10 million a year uh, for two years for a guy like Trey Turner. Now, what would the Panthers get in return? Probably, maybe a late day two pick, you know, maybe it's possible they get a third rounder for him. Uh, probably more likely they get a day three pick for him, maybe like a fourth or a fifth. So probably somewhere in those middle rounds, I think. You know, because again, it does come down to the contract. You know, you're you're offering up a pick for uh, for a player that's getting ten million dollars a year. So I don't expect you know a first or a second round pick. I don't expect anything major. Maybe a third, um, but maybe more likely a fourth a fourth or a fifth round pick but 
Um, ju- just the interesting fact that, um, you know, Trey Turner is, is on the, reportedly on the block. You know, they it, it may, this may turn out to be nothing, but um, it sounds like, it, it definitely sounds like a lot of players are available for the right price from the Panthers. I mean, it's, it, I think deep down they're fully embracing this rebuild and, you know, if it means getting some kind of value for a guy like Trey Turner, then, you know, maybe those are, those are the moves you have to make, you know, and so it's, it's all about getting that salary cap as well. You know, the Panthers right now, according to over the cap, currently have about $34.5 million in cap space for 2020, but currently projected, you know, before we get into free agency this year, but they're currently projected on over the cap to have about $98 million in salary cap space for 2021. And remember, we don't know what the 2021 salary cap, hell, we don't even know what the 2020 salary cap is yet. I don't think they've actually officially announced it. We expect it to be in the neighborhood of about $200 million. But for 2021, when this new CBA kicks in, assuming we get a new CBA, who knows how much this salary cap is going to skyrocket, especially with, you know, that percentage point that the, the players could be getting uh, as an increase in revenue. That's why I've said before, when we talked about Christian McCaffrey, how it could be beneficial for some of these teams to sign players now and, you know, lock themselves into what's going to be a lower price because, when these new uh, when these new contracts come in a couple years with these new salary caps, these contracts you have now are gonna are gonna be peanuts. You know I don't know how true it is, but I saw a tweet that said they were talking to someone that said in about seven years the salary cap could be four hundred and twenty five million dollars. Now, like I said, I don't know how true that is. You know if the if the salary cap is gonna explode that much. But it is obviously going to rise fairly quickly because of, again, the expected revenue increase or the revenue share increase that the players are going to get with this new CBA and from uh, the new TV deals that the NFL is going to get over the next couple of years because we're reaching the end of those deals as well. And I mean, look, CBS is uh, is paying Tony Romo $10 million a year just to call their game. So they're ready to pony up whatever it takes to keep these games. So you know the NFL is going to make a ton more money than they already are. And then again, that's just going to mean more money for the players, which means more salary cap. Uh, so like I said, the, these contracts I think are going to be... The, these contracts now are going to be pretty minuscule compared to what you're going to see in the in the next couple of years. So... For the Panthers to have that that kind of salary cap space for 21 is certainly very beneficial right now because, again, who knows how much money they're going to have to chalk up for some of these players, namely Christian McCaffrey, if they decide to keep him because you know he's going to get a big contract because of what Ezekiel Elliott got, what Derrick Henry is likely going to get in free agency this year. I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility that Christian McCaffrey gets a $100 million contract. So the Panthers are going to need all the salary cap space they can get now. Again, 
like I said before, this when it comes to this trade, are they going to find a deal that is going to make them feel it's worth eating that $9.5 million dead money hit that they would receive for getting rid of Trey Turner. Now, if they do keep Trey Turner this year, but decide to move on from him next year, it's only about a $5 million and change dead money hit, and they would actually save about uh, 11, 10 to $11 million by moving on from him. You know, if we look at 2021, uh, the salary cap calculator for Turner, he's set to make $11 million in base salary and has a $500,000 roster bonus. His cap number is about $15.4 million. If they were to trade him next offseason, like I said, they would save about $5.7 million in dead money, but they would gain about $9.7 million in salary cap space. And like I said, they're already projected, according to over the cap, to have about $98 million in salary cap space for 2021. So another another nearly $10 million in salary cap space, again, in a year that you could potentially be redoing Christian McCaffrey's contract is going to be huge. You know, in, in, in all likelihood, you're going to have Cam Newton off the books because... Again, Cam Newton, you know, he's entering his final season, and I don't believe he's going to be back in 2021. So you're not going to have that contract. So the Panthers could be in a good position in 21 in that you're going to have a quarterback on his rookie contract, so it's going to be a small salary cap number. So you're going to have all that space for all these players, all these weapons, because you're going to restructure Christian McCaffrey Likely down the line, they're probably going to try to re-sign DJ Moore. Uh, you know, I imagine they'd like to. They're going to like to try to re-sign Curtis Samuel and keep him around. So you're going to need all this money for all these players. So it's it's really interesting that it that it pops up now that Trey Turner could be on could be on the block. And again, it, it could end up being nothing. They could turn around and decide not to trade him at all. But if they do, and I was thinking about this before, you know, what the offensive line could look like if they trade if they trade Trey Turner. That's that's a bit of a tongue twister. <laughs> Try saying that five times fast. Trade Trey Turner. But if they do decide to do that, you know, I get Trey Turner is obviously one of the anchors of this offensive line. But I think there's players here that you can develop and play like those guard positions and those tackle positions. I mean, you've got a guy like Dennis Daly, who th this coaching, well, the previous coaching staff was already developing him or, or trying to work with him at basically every position on the line except center. So he's a guy you can kick inside if Turner leaves. Uh, Taylor Moten has had experience playing guard in the NFL, so maybe they move him inside. Uh, Greg Little, you know, remains to be seen if this coaching staff believes he's the the tackle of the future. And of course, we can't count out the possibility of them drafting an offensive tackle, especially at number seven. You know, whether that be Andrew Thomas or, or Tristan Wirfs or Mackay Becton, wh whoever it is. 
we can't rule that out either. And if they do that, then I think, and I've touched on this before, I think that gives you a little more flexibility with some of these other players, like Daly, like Little, like Moten, you know, and maybe at some point you draft a center because, you know, you're not going to have Matt Paradis around forever. I know he has two years left on his contract, but, you know, it's possible they can move on from him after next season. So you start to think about the future of that position as well. So because, again, this is at least, I think, you know, they they could get better in 21, but this is at least a two-year rebuild, I think. So you're going to have time to bring in players, develop them, and kind of get everybody on the same page. But I don't think it's the end of the world. You know, yeah, would it would it be tough losing a guy like Trey Turner from this team? Absolutely. You know, like I said, he's definitely one of the anchors of this team. But is it going to be the end of the world? No. Because you have guys that you can work with and and fill in those spots. I mean, you know, the take a guy like Greg Van Roten. It's not like he was anything spectacular, but he came in the last couple of years. He did his job. He, you know, was successful in the, in the Panthers' offense. I think he, you know, kind of found his home a little bit, found his, his niche. Uh, I don't expect him back, though. I think he probably ends up going elsewhere. Like I said, I, th- I think they just want to get some new faces in there, and um, I imagine even this new coaching staff probably at least wants to see what this team has in Greg Little and Dennis Daly, especially Greg Little, you know, because you still have Marty Herney around, and Marty Herney did spend a second-round pick, traded up, of course, in the second round to get Greg Little, so you know they're going to try to work with him and, and get him there. And the fact that he was a second-round pick and they traded up for him gives him that time, I think, or at least buys himself time to to try to work because I don't think they're, the Panthers are going to get rid of him that quickly. So he's going to have the time he needs to kind of get up to speed with this uh, with this offense. And like I said, you know, Dennis Daly is a guy that we've seen him in the, in the multiple positions. He's started he started a little bit last year at left tackle. They've practiced him at the guard spots at right tackle. So he's kind of turning into the guy that, you know, maybe the Panthers will eventually rely on as their swing tackle if not uh one of their starters at these positions. Again, especially at the guard position if uh, if Trey Turner isn't there, but um so like I said, I, I don't necessarily think it's the end of the world if Trey Turner were to be removed from the equation, as it were. But that being said, I I still think, you know, I do think he's a nice piece to build around for a team like the Panthers because, you know, look, you know, I still believe they're going to bring back Cam Newton. So I think it's possible that they try to field a team that's going to try to compete. I don't know necessarily think they're going to contend, but they're certainly going to compete in every game. And Trey Turner is certainly one of the building blocks of that foundation. And again, it's, you know, it's $3 million, but it's, it's a nine and a half million dollar dead money hit. So it, it comes down to what kind of offer are you willing to accept and what kind of offers are these other teams willing to make 
to try to swing a deal. That's why I think, you know, maybe the middle ground could be a middle round pick, you know, a third or a fourth, whatever the case, whatever the case may be. So it's going to be really interesting, I think, to uh, to see what comes out of this with uh, with Trey Turner. But, you know, I, I, that was the main thing I just wanted to touch on that because, Again, it's it's obviously a big story, you know. We see the Panthers are shopping Trey Turner. It's like, oh my gosh, like maybe it's true that uh, not every player is invincible on this team. You know, at this point, I could, you know, there's maybe only a select few that are that are truly untouchable for the Panthers. You know, and that list obviously starts with Christian McCaffrey and DJ Moore. But other than that. I mean, it seems like everybody's available for the right price. So, it's like I continue to say, it's going to be a fascinating offseason in in Carolina, and this just uh, this just further fuels further further fuels the fire. So, it's going to be quite interesting. But uh, before we kind of finish things up here, I do want to again thank our Thank our friends over at Queen City Beauty Group for their continued support. And they want to let you know that the season for celebration is right around the corner. Because you've got proms, you've got weddings, you've got all kinds of events coming up soon. And by the way, did you know that Queen City Beauty Group actually has an acne clinic as well? Well, if you or someone you love is struggling with their skin, don't visit the drugstore shelves. Queen City Beauty Group can help. Many acne medications on store shelves are one-size-fits-all solutions. And many of these products actually can worsen acne because the one-size-fits-all skincare doesn't actually make sense when you think about it. Have you ever had a new product or or have you have have you ever had a new breakout the day after you run out of an acne product? If so, then that's the wrong product for your skin. This is this happening is not normal, although many people think it is. It is called rebound acne. Nichelle Mosley at Queen City Beauty Group has years of experience handling all types of acne and restoring healthy skin function. Queen City Beauty Group will help you to clear skin without harsh chemicals, steroids, or nasty ingredients that cause rebound acne. Proper, customized skin care from someone you trust is crucial. Queen City Beauty Group. Skincare for all. And so they have their March special coming up here from Queen City Beauty Group. It's a CBD Oxygen Dome Therapy Facial. This treatment uses ionized oxygen to restore balance to the skin. Locally sourced CBD adds to the healing, calming, and soothing effects of this treatment. Safe for all skin types since Queen City Beauty Group customizes all treatments. This super relaxing facial is fantastic for your skin's health. So their monthly monthly special for March includes the CBD Oxygen Dome Therapy Facial, a $75 gift certificate for use on a future visit or re-gift, and a gift from Queen City Beauty Group. This is normally a $250 value. It can be yours for just $99. So go to queencitybeautygroup.com to take advantage of this great deal today. One more quick note, too, on the Panthers. A little bit of 
potential free agency talk as well today as they are meeting with a former former Cleveland Browns defensive end Chris Smith excuse me I almost said Chris Davis for for some reason but Chris Smith former Browns defensive lineman is visiting with the Carolina Panthers today Smith is a former fifth round pick by the Jacksonville Jaguars back in 2014 played three seasons in Jacksonville one season in Cincinnati and spent the last two seasons in Cleveland he's played 60 games in the NFL and he's totaled eight and a half sacks 19 quarterback hits 11 tackles for a loss and three forced fumbles so certainly uh you know maybe he's the you know if the Panthers sign him maybe they see him as kind of that veteran presence similar to what Bruce Irvin was last year you know maybe not as impactful on the field as Bruce as Bruce Irvin was last year but um, they're certainly gonna they're certainly gonna need bodies in the edge rotation because of course Irvin and Mario Addison both becoming free agents both 32 years old so you really Wes Horton of course retired recently so not too much on the depth chart right now with the edge position other than Brian Burns so it'll be really interesting to see how the Panthers attack the edge position in free agency and the draft but there is at least one known meeting now so again the Panthers are meeting with former Browns defensive end Chris Smith today as uh as they kind of get a jump on the free agency period with that I think we'll wrap things up here uh, as always thank you guys so much for tuning in always appreciate the support remember to follow me on twitter at bill underscore Rossetti, r-i-c-c-e-t-t-e follow the podcast wherever you get your listening pleasure and until next time keep it locked here on l-o-p and until next time take care my friends and we will see you soon